There's too many homelosers, too many trimmers, but I like to watch them for rotten treasure. Hello! Welcome to Rotten Treasure. We watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. I'm your host, Jim O'Donnell, and with me as always is the other host, Kai Bobby. Hi, Jim. Hi, Kai. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, today I found out that it's looking even more like I'm gonna get into college. Oh. Uh, yeah, I had a really good uh, chat with a transfer person, so today is dope. Oh, that's mm. awesome. Mm, 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 mm. Gonna graduate at 40 and get it done. I'm so excited. Nice. Hell awesome. yeah. I, oh, Jim. Oh, by the way, how are you? I'm I'm doing really good. I just noticed I did not remember to look for Betty's intro. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just bring in my bring in the guest today by winging it. Uh, she is uh, a... One of those magazines called her one of those magazines called her the best uh, stand up in Philadelphia. It's Betty Smithsonian. Damn. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, <laughs> yo. Glad to be here. You can also just make it up. No one cares. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, just... got, I got very stressed about that intro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? I'm glad to be here. I'm good. Chilling, uh, man. Chilling. Uh, I meant that genuinely as in, like, are you okay after we made you watch arguably the worst movie we've ever asked anybody to watch? Yeah, will you guys, will there be a quiz? I wonder if you guys will actually know whether or not I watched it. Ooh, I like that. Because I also half-watched it because I've never wanted to watch a movie less. <laughs> I fell asleep during it. Yes! <laughs> okay. Do you know um, the script was being written while they were shooting the movie? Did you know mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It, it didn't... Tell me that you're writing the script while writing a movie without telling me that you're writing a script while writing the movie. Did I say that right? There was, yeah. There was one of the facts I saw on IMDb for this was that uh, they made the poster before they wrote the movie. So they made up the name A Dream Child. They went, make a poster for that. And then everyone went, what is, why is there a carriage? What's going on here? And uh, the people who made the poster were like, I don't know. I just made it up. I, I thought it looked cool. It's like back in the day when the advertisers wouldn't be in the same room as the copywriters, so they would have weird copy on pictures that didn't make sense to sell the product. Like it was, it was like a picture of a woman with a bathing suit riding a dolphin. Yeah, and um, they'd be like, bathing. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> they would just like not have. Like, if you're at the beach and your stomach hurts, reach for a Pepto bit, you know, just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just like weren't connected to the pictures. But I think it's mostly because men didn't listen to women. And <laughs> that seems to be like the problem for a lot of our world troubles. It feels like it's that. For women, we have so much power. We create life. I don't know why we're not in more control. Ugh. I honestly wish women made this movie <laughs> would have been maybe not the worst movie ever. I was just going to say, that's kind of the theme of this movie is just no one listening to women. In fact, it had what uh, my girlfriend said was the most accurate scene of a doctor talking to a woman when she comes in and is like, uh, I need to get a uh, ultrasound. And the doctor's like, you don't need an ultrasound. And she's like, I, something's wrong. I, I, I think I need one. He's like, nah, it's too early. I'm going to go call some other people and give away medical information about you. 
Yeah, but she's white, so it's a little bit less believable, right? <laughs> yeah. I think usually that happens for, I mean, that happens for mostly doctors. It, I think it just happens for insecure people, we'll say men, women, any gender, that feel like they just need to posture about everything all the time. I constantly need to be grabbing for power and making it up if it's not there. Like I'm the person, today I went to get a COVID test and the white woman with unbelievable vocal fry was like, where's the line for the people who aren't walking in? The ones that made an appointment. I'm like, it's the same line. Everyone's like, it's the same line. She's like, well, it shouldn't be. I'll need to ask someone. I'm like, you, I promise you it's the same line. Also go fucking shake your tits at the fucking <laughs> counter and see what happens. And I just, I just, in those moments when people are just Ugh. like, I need to make up a gate and then be the, the bearer of the power up here. It's just like, aren't your uggs are too tight you know what i mean betsy yeah. like i want to i want to go up behind this person and be like is this the line for people complaining about how there should be a separate line <laughs> 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 i just wanted to make sure i'm in the right line because i'm ready to yeah. complain for no reason <laughs> oh, man. also like i think a lot of women don't have covid right now they have vocal fry and they <sighs> think it's covid it's not it's just annoying it's annoying to hear you don't have to make your voice like that. You know, you don't, you get to choose. You're doing it because you think it's, I don't know what, but anyway. No, you're blowing my mind. I don't, I don't know this term. You're saying vocal fry. I don't, I don't know what that is. I was hoping you'd ask because I didn't know either. Yeah. So, and, yeah. Please. Here's, here's vocal fry. It's an entire generation, sometimes men, mostly women that speak with Oh my God, I am so tired of all of it's like they're frying their vocal cords, mm -hmm. literally. Like uh oh, what was that uh comedian that sounded like that? Uh Maria Bamford? Like that I know that her, that's a little um, bit of a that's a little bit no. of a style choice for her. I just edited an episode where you Is tried it, to sound like a robot and it honestly kind of sounds a little bit like that, where it's like No, you guys I need to a... You guys to know what vocal fry is a fucking epidemic. I'm getting okay. seriously like you need to hear it. Let me let me see vocal fry. Howard Stern complains about it a lot because it's fucking annoying. Vocal fry example. Do you want me to get it for you? It's oh like, no, please do. This is normally <laughs> yeah, Jim's sure, job. Sure. He's usually the researcher, but he's not doing his work. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> Hold on. Um, I uh, to fill in that time. Uh. I feel bad about myself now because of uh, I went into Nordstrom to buy a gift and I went to go get the gift and someone like had to help me and they were like, okay, I got to take this up to the counter. And I went, oh, do I have to stand in line now? And she's like, yeah, yeah, everyone has to stand in line. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's dumb of me that I should have thought about that for a second. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, my God. It's so fucking annoying. Jesus Christ, you know. Hold on. Where are you guys? Over here. How do I share my screen or do I just send you the link? I mean, you you probably can, but you can also just put it in the chat. But the best part is that I get to decide whether we keep all of this or edit out the silence. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I usually err on the side of keeping all of it in. Uh, it is see. so unbelievably annoying that noise and just someone who thinks they're being emotional with their voice. Uh, just, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. my God. Like, why are you even doing this to me? Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. exactly it. That's the, that's the best I can do. Uh, I feel that's like, vocal fry. I don't know if I know this person. I feel like I've seen oh. this person on stage because I do improv. 
but I don't know if I who? know that person. What person? Like who's? Oh, like like who? Oh, you're asking Jim. How many times have we done like actual events together that I just don't remember? Oh, most events, including yeah. one that I said. Remember that time we saw the worst uh, comedy we ever saw in our life, and you were like, "Nah, I never saw. I don't remember that at all." Black Wait, that what person are you speaking? Are you ta- did? I, are you talking about somebody I recommended? What do you mean? No, no, no. I'm saying that like this is like this this voice is probably something like when I'm trying to think of why I know like what you're talking about. Oh, I it's see. It's probably I see. something I've yeah. picked up like while watching improv. Uh, because I don't I'm really struggling to think of a person in my life that sounds like that yeah did you guys click and watch this woman with vocal fry yeah I heard it and I was like okay I I I 100% know this example I got it all right well you're both on it I have to quickly listen I apologize I did not I will no that's okay it's um annoying but anyway, doctors suck. They don't listen to women. But they didn't let women be doctors for a long time, you know? And the only reason, yeah. like, you could be a doctor as a man if you were just like, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> like, yeah. back in the 1800s, it was like, hey, um, I got this knife and uh, some rubber bands. I'm yeah. a doctor now. Yeah. Right? I, I've and potions. More Lots people. of potions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and usually, and then at that point, someone's always like, thank God, we need a doctor. Just, you know, and then everyone just decides. We're just like, yeah, we're going to make, yeah. we're going to elect this person the doctor of town. Yeah, I started in the mailroom and I just worked my way up to doctor. Which is, <laughs> that's actually how my grandfather became an engineer who worked with NASA. He just started in the mailroom and worked his way up. I mean, Wait, I, I'm kind of down with that. Someone learning for years and oh, yeah. becoming, you know. Oh yeah, he he put in the time, he put in the effort, and he actually uh, like learned. But that was definitely a day where uh, someone could just come in and do that, where they could come in at the bottom of the company and slowly work their way up to head engineer. I love that. I think that should be how every top position is is filled by someone who's worked their way up in the company. Mm-hmm. I. I don't think anyone should be made the CEO of a company they've never worked. You know, I think that's weird. You know, I used to know these people that their job was just like headhunting CEOs and shit. I'm like, I want the fucking janitor to be the ch- in charge, you know? I'm yeah, a big wanna, fan that, that, I'm sorry, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say, I want to have, I want to, I want to just declare myself a CEO guy. And now I'm just, I can go and apply for CEO jobs. Yeah, and they, it's like that. It's like, oh, the fucking VP CEO of Google went over to Facebook, and then fucking gourmet chef left the cooking network and went to the took over my store. pillow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone had to take over. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There was an opening. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I'm, it is, it is kind of shitty that, that it just seems to be fine. I, I, I'm grateful the fact that I work at a co-op, even though it's like only 20 people that we, we, we do promote from within. Like it'd be, we don't want just like people being the, the general manager, assistant manager, the sales manager, or whatever, the dispatcher. Like those people should be trained within and have been there for like a hot minute. Um, right. I feel. Right. I've worked at restaurants where like someone who just doesn't know the restaurant just pops in and is like, move that trash can respect my authority <laughs> yeah uh it's not oh, yeah. it's not good it's always shitty for everyone involved if you want your company to all of a sudden just up and like leave and have to start fresh i guess go for doing that but i hate it when that happens yeah i would say 
I would agree with that. I think there's a lot of uh, misconception around what a strong, smart leader looks like and acts like. I think there's, whoa, are you like hitting a drum? What's, did you just hit a drum? Oh, I might've hit my, uh, I might've hit my, my microphone. I apologize. It was like, oh. boing. Oh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably my microphone. <laughs> I All thought right. that was part of the bit. Of, uh, <laughs> oh. I'm working on my sound effects. There, like someone comes in and is like, are you hitting a drum here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Who's got that drum? I'm in charge now. <laughs> Um, saying, yeah, people don't know what good leadership looks like. I think they think it looks like that, yelling louder. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's my company. We always say that everyone fails upward, and it's just the people who are the loudest person gets to get promoted. Yeah. Doesn't matter know. Right now what's going on. I'm, I'm not necessarily upset about it being the loudest because it's like, because sometimes the loudest person's not being listened to. It really depends on who it is. Um, but like, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, oh my God. I had I had a manager once tell me when I was managing, they're like, you need to be, you need to be more dominant in your position. And I was just like, ugh. Um, basically, they just nice. wanted me to, to, yeah, to yell at the staff more. And basically, I was just too nice. Um, what was your position? Uh, I was at that point, I was just being a general, uh, not the, I was a full-time manager. I wasn't the general manager of that place. Uh, mm. although I got similar advice from also when I did that bakery cafe, uh, from the general manager as well, which I don't know why it was such a tiny restaurant and everyone could, you could hear everything from the kitchen. I don't know why he wanted me to yell at his staff openly in front of the entire restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Weird. It doesn't, doesn't seem like a smart thing to do. Yeah. Uh, turns out aggression like that is not really helpful in the workplace. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what good leadership looks like. We're doing a we have a coaching book for all of the supervisors at my job. Um, mm. That is mostly about just like being transparent about what the expectations are, telling people like, hey, these are the current like the company standards. This is what's expected of us. More of like matter of fact. It's not like a we need to have a talking to meeting. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, come to my office at three thirty. <laughs> you mean? Good leadership for when someone's in trouble or how to get information to people? It's, well, we're still trying to figure that out too. Um, we're actually having, we're hosting our first meeting where it's no management. Um, so we can just like kind of paper some stuff out, right? Get on the same page about what we're confused about, what we wish, what would be like ideal for our workplace environment and or like, what would we, <laughs> in addition to health insurance, what other kind of shit would be really dope to have? Um, oh, I see. And they're like, it sounds like a it sounds like a union without the uh, the official union. Kind of. The they just genuinely want. Uh, actually, we have good like retention of staff currently mm -hmm. because the pay went up so much. Uh, when I first started there, we were making oh, 13 bucks an hour. Um, yeah. And now starting pay is like 16, 17, um, yeah. which for honestly, that's, good. that's not bad for coming out of school. So, I mean, it's not great. I trust me. I want everyone to be making more. I'm trying to think about how to get everyone up into the 20s like soon. Um, but, but I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Well, I think all the stuff you guys learn in improv is the thing that makes a good leader being a really good listener, making other people look good. Yeah. The best boss I ever had, uh, he wasn't an improviser, but he was like the funniest person, one of the funniest people I've ever met. And he, and a lot, once I got into improv, I was like, man, my boss does these things a lot. He He's mm. always listening, always building on what we say. He he makes sure that it's collaborative. 
although he would always go, but I have the final say. So he knew that was a little bit outside of improv is he still had to be like, uh, by the way, I am in charge. Right. Someone's got to be the boss, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like specifically the comment of making people like look good, like in more of a like uh, support your the people that you want to see succeed. Uh, like <laughs> be on pro the people around you doing well, because then everyone will do well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hold on. I um, have to grab a uh, you have to edit this out. I have to. Uh, we, we keep it all in. You do whatever you need to do. <laughs> all right. We've... I'm going to grab a little bit, a little tissue here. OK, great. That I don't have COVID. This is okay. my. Last two days of just tissue COVID. Fun. <laughs> oh yeah, a little trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> a little music in the little bit in the middle of the episode. Nice. Oh, it's good. Uh, I that... was gonna make a fire. Do you guys think I should make a fire? <laughs> it's really cold out here in Philadelphia, and I uh, I've I have a wood burning stove, and I usually have fires almost every day, and I didn't today because. You're supposed to get some service repair person was supposed to come over and um, service the stove, which sounds sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've seen I've seen I've seen that porn many a time. Yeah. yeah. What, come service your stove. Yeah. yeah. Oh, walk. I was going to say, oh, that's funny. <laughs> you think this the porn is the person's knocking at the door. And yes. they're like, I'm here to service your stove. And then they come in and then the two humans have sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. was thinking that this porn was was an object servicing the stove like that. That <laughs> act was the porn. But oh, OK. To use its own. Like, are you talking about do appliances getting it on? Like, are you talking about like a microwave? Yeah. You know, how yeah, like, like a, sometimes. There's those like microwave the stove tool. combos. They're kind of semi-connected. Yeah, I get you. Oh, it's not a stove stove. It's a wood-burning stove. Oh. Like I was, I was okay. actually going to ask about this because uh, I thought it was interesting you have a wood-burning stove. Yes, wood-burning stove. So just imagine it's like the tool to clean it out, which is like a vacuum or something like that. That is that is the, the porn that you were. Okay. Anyway, okay. so the okay. guy was supposed to be here. And guess what? He didn't show up. And when I called, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to be in between eight and 10 in the morning. And I said, okay. And, and at 10 o'clock I called and said, Hey, no one's here. And the woman's like, well, be patient. It's only 10 o'clock. And I'm like, <laughs> sure. And then at 11 o'clock I called and a guy answered and said, well, we, you shouldn't have been on the schedule for today. You're too far away. It would take us several hours to even get there. And I'm like, wait, what? And he talked to me as if I put myself on the schedule wrong. <laughs> He's like, you have a wood stone. Well, why would we send one person out there? You need two people for a wood stove. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. When I owned the company last week and I yeah. scheduled this <laughs> service. So I couldn't use the stove thinking that there was service happening and now that there isn't i want to have a fire what do you guys yeah. think i say do it you know that's how freddy yeah. krueger got his fucked up face fire he, yeah he went it was. to service someone's stove he fucked someone's face fucked someone's wood stove and that was what happened 
Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me there's a there's a prequel porn that we haven't seen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really don't want to watch this. I'm going to look it up. Is it, <laughs> is it Freddy fucking a wooden, uh, wooden stove? I don't think I can handle it's, that. It's like X-Men First Class. This is how he got his power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's a wet dream on Elm Street. Come on. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Come you on, know. you guys. Yeah, you know, you know. That feels like too easy of a porn title. Nightmare on Elm Street is just wet dream on Elm Street. Yeah. I feel like it could be a lot better. Like, you know. I was going to say, they literally have three movies with the words dream in it. That they, like, they should have yeah. just, like, done it. Like, like I think it would have been great if they just did Nightmare on wet, or, uh, or like, night, wet dream street, like, five. Like, they did, they didn't even do one through four. Like, I want them... To do that instead. Yeah, they just jumped to five. <laughs> I'd be intrigued. I'm like, oh, it's probably the newest one out. Yeah, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll do that one. I, I like your improvement on it. was taking the wet dream and putting it in a different part of the title. Like that was the problem. Yeah, nightmare, nightmare on, wet. on Wet Dream Street. Yeah, I have an idea. Let's uh, let's really get creative with our renaming. <laughs> Instead of um, going in order, let's start with five. Oh my God! Someone hire this person right now. Oh, I think honestly, it's a kind of a recycled idea. We recently just went on uh, Ross Wiseman's Kid Flicks, and we he asked us to come on for a Christmas movie, and we're like, oh, we'll do Santa Claus three, even though you haven't done one or two. That's sake. That makes sense. Um, but it did because then we got to talk about Martin Short. So honestly, oh, that Martin Short's best man. Yeah, we all won. That was uh, so funny. That was our feelings oh. on the movie. Martin Short's the best. Everything else sucks. Yeah, what was that movie? Uh, Santa Claus 3. Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus in the, the, the early 90s. He did that for uh, for children in the 90s for some reason. Uh, he killed Santa Claus and became Santa Claus. Um, and we were like, yay! <laughs> I'm not allowed to watch those movies because I'm Jewish. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like a horror film. The way I just, like, if you oh, break it down. Yeah. we're allowed to watch horror films. Yeah, horror well, films are the Jews' mon- mantras. We love a good horror. Wait, so Everything's that, a horror for us. That actually brings me to the question. <laughs> Have you watched any of these movies beforehand, or did you literally just watch, uh, well, first off, we, we still don't know if you've actually watched it. Uh, <laughs> did you, uh, watched, or is this your first movie uh, experience I, with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I've watched the I watched these movies in the theater mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I watched all of these. Oh, Nightmare wow. on Elm Street. I remember I w- wasn't allowed to watch it. I was young, and at least the first one I was really young. And I still remember the body bag going through the fucking hallway with the blood. Yep. It's such a great scene. But I was a kid, and I was like, they didn't want me to see it because it was like. There's a couple of movies I remember my parents being like, we can't let her watch that, which is so crazy that my family who who years later would get high with me mm-hmm. after I had already been to rehab twice, had this moment in my childhood where they're like, wait, let's consider the impact of this on our child. And that it was that movie. And, and it was Eddie Murphy Raw was another one. And Nightmare on Elm Street was one. But nice. And uh, maybe The Godfather. I don't know. Either way, I've seen them all, and they're great. I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen them all. I'm sure I've seen this one. 
Is this the one with the jacuzzi where she fucking drowns? Which one yeah. is it? Uh, the oh, there, there's the jacuzzi scene. Yes. Um, and yeah, yeah. I it's is so... it with the Roach Motel. Is that that one? Which no, one that, that one? was the one before this one. Yeah, no, this is, yeah. you're right, though, because uh, I recognize that actor. She's in this movie, Summer School. I don't know if anyone knew that movie. Yeah, with Mark Harmon, sure. I remember yeah. the whole movie. The it's guy who those... does the best on the test is the guy who gets his zipper stuck and doesn't make it to any of the classes. I know, it's great. Uh, I watched that movie for whatever reason probably at least 20 times in my life, which doesn't sound like yeah. a lot, but I feel like that's a lot, right? I mean, for that movie, yeah, but is I thought that was, it wasn't Kirstie Alley in that. Oh, yes, she was. Yes, she was. Uh, she yeah. was uh, a teacher. Yes. Oh, and Courtney uh, Thorne-Smith. Yeah. yeah. But she was She was one of the misfit students who, I think she did this movie either like two years beforehand or two years afterwards. Uh, but she was one of the students who like didn't get, you know, had to get her grades up in order to get to the next grade. You know, because yeah, summer school. Um, they were all like, weren't they like the worst of the, like the lowest, lowest uh, summer school students too? Because they had other summer school students. Yeah, I don't remember why they were put into Mark Harmon's class specifically, but I remember the last line when Kirstie Alley's like, oh my God, Jackson, I'm in the middle of a podcast, dude. Will you fucking chill? Jesus Christ. Aww. I do remember yeah. that. No, I, I remember that line. It was ridiculous. <laughs> remember that line? Yeah. <laughs> Mark Harmon's putting on chapstick and Kirstie Alley's like, can I get some of that lip stuff? And then he like gives her chapstick and then she's like, no, I mean, make out with you or whatever. And then they make out. Oh my god, wow. Yeah, no, you're bringing me back. It's been a long time. Uh, I I have a divorced parents, and my dad used to take us to the movies all the time, so I've seen a gazillion movies in the movie theater. Hell yeah. I gotta, get, I gotta give my dog some food. Hold on, please. Oh, you do your thing. We've had ambulances. We've had, uh, oh geez, we've had bands go by during people's bands. episodes. Yeah. yeah. That was, that's my favorite one, because, um, uh, a the 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 drum line went by my that Elmo drum line went by my apartment, and then like ten minutes later it went by Frank Farrell's apartment, and then I was talking to him about it later, and I pointed out, oh yeah, we were that drum line went by my house and your house, and then he went, oh my god, I just figured out that that was the same drum line. I had no idea. I you didn't realize you lived thing. together. You lived near each other. He was like, yeah, of course there's two drum lines just roaming around Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, I mean, that no. feels very believable. Betty, I would love that if they just, they lived in an apartment complex, they both opened their doors at the same time, and they're like, oh my god, you live across the hall! <laughs> <laughs> so do you mostly have improvisers on this podcast? Is that the deal? You just, like, interview um, improv files? We've actually had yeah. quite a few non-improvisers on the podcast. Uh, but yeah, most of the people we've had on are people that we haven't uh, been able to chat with. Um, yeah, when this became a pandemic project, we're like, literally, we miss improv and we miss all the people we met during Philly yeah. improv experiences. So, like, let's talk to them um, about horrible movies. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. I'm trying to think of what sh crazy, shitty movies I've seen. Have you guys seen um, Barb and Star Vacation in Del Mar with Kristen Wiig? It came out during the pandemic, I think, didn't it? Oh, <laughs> no. Barb and Star, what is it called? Barb and Star go to Del Vista. Wait, no. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could have been so good. Oh, my God. It could have been so, so good. And then a couple of improvisers were like, I thought it was brilliant. It's a cold classic. And I'm like, I was 
I'm a clown who loves to just make stuff up and be silly. And I couldn't, it was bad, man. It was really bad. I was like, that sucks. Good. Your, your favorite comics making a really shitty movie. It sucks. Because I feel like I would put it on because I was like, oh, Kristen Wiig, sure, yeah. Uh, so now I know I should go into it with probably being a little disappointed. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have spoiled it for you. No. It's going bl- to gonna blow. Do you know how much, say. did she get a lot of say into this? Or do you not know? No idea. I think it was her character. She wrote it, maybe. Mm. Uh, it screenplay from Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Yeah. The internet seems sh- to like it. Uh, which is, yeah, I guess you're a part of that. Well, according to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, our nemesis, uh, they they say it's 80%. Uh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what it's got. I uh, know. I, I A lot of people give it good. They're like, oh, so funny. And I'm like, shit, dude, do I need to be high? <laughs> is that what it is? It's like too many people. Yeah, they actually make you get high when you go. So don't go to that show because uh, that's that's what they're doing. I think that's why it's actually getting such... That explains probably why a lot of movies do well, actually. So let me say this, that the Nightmare on Elm Street saga, this concept that that if you die in your sleep, you die mm-hmm. in real life, yes. yeah. was this, you know, thing that, like, in a way, it's it was a a fear. People did have this fear. Oh, absolutely. It yeah. comes from a real space. And I just think about like how fucking different our lives are. 20, 30, what was that? Oh my god. Maybe 40 years ago, I guess. When was when were these? Eight and the, the first 80s? one I think was 87 was the first ago. one. 85 or 87 was the first one, I think. Okay. Yeah. So what's that? 35 years ago. Yeah. Wild. Like totally wild and also there's no one afraid of that anymore. That's not a fucking... No one's afraid of that shit. I'm afraid right? of the concept, not the movies. That's where I'm at right now. The concept, I honestly still, like, terrifies the shit out of me. If I didn't see these movies and then was introduced to it right now in, like, a, a new TV show or whatever and, like, done the way that we do, like, Stranger Things or whatever and, like, build tension without being, like, ah, asshole, like... <laughs> to go with that kind of vibe, I might actually be scared. But right now... uh yeah, still the concept. The concept me. of yeah. dying in your in a dream will yeah. you yeah. will die in real life. You're both still afraid of that. Yeah, I'm afraid, oh, I wouldn't I say I'm still afraid of that. It's I definitely like... was when I watched it when I was like 16, and I had, I I just just had a paranoid moment of like, oh my god, I could die in my sleep. That's scary. That's the, I don't want to die ever. And then. I, it never like prevented me from sleeping. I'd always be afraid, and then I'd be like, eh, "I gotta sleep." Right, right. But it's like, never. It, it was never that big of a fear. But don't you think it's in? It's like the dream is just. You know how sometimes, like in your dreams, you're like, "Oh God, I can't open my eyes because I can't see the ball." And then you like wake up and you realize like the sun was just coming in through the window, so that mm-hmm. it was just like kind of. So don't you think like dying in a dream is just because you are dying in real life and that's what your dream yes. is doing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you were inevitably going to die at that point. Yeah. Which seems peaceful, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you die, like just as you're like, I'm about to wake up. Uh, no, no, never mind. <laughs> uh, nope. I heard. Because yeah. um, the concept of the dream making you die doesn't make logical sense, though you might believe in witches as well. 
but the idea that your body is dying and then your brain creates this kind of world and then you're kind of seeing a thing that makes like scientific sense yeah uh, yeah yeah is that what you mean Kai? I, well my okay so my life is uh back and forth between mostly obsessive thoughts and then forgetting oh. everything so that's how oh. my brain works it's a combination of both of those uh so when wow. i say i'm afraid of something i mean like oh i can see myself getting really afraid of that for like a good 24 hours and then moving on and then being like like forgetting about it for like a long time so i be like oh isn't that terrifying but like, oh my god you're right that is terrifying let me be afraid of that for a little while um, yeah yeah uh is it something that's impeding on my day-to-day -day life? No. Um, no. Yeah, I'm grateful What's for that. What's the thing that, that makes you the most afraid right now? What's the thing Ooh. that makes you more afraid than anything else? Real. Okay, uh, we'll get real. Uh, I said it in the beginning of this episode, going back to college. Uh, you know, I left college okay. my, my third year. Um, I left for mental health reasons. I left because it was fucking a terrible thing. Like, my life was terrible at that time, and it's definitely intertwined with college. So I yeah. going back to school is like, it's terrifying because it could very well be reminiscent of terrible times. Yeah. Hmm. But also it could be dope and I could learn a bunch of cool shit. So you're more afraid of going back to college than you are of your house collapsing while you're in it. Oh no. I think about that shit all the time. I, uh, I think about, well, I recently, especially here in Minneapolis, we just had fucking like fucking crazy. Uh, we had like a windstorm, like everybody watch the fuck out. Uh, because I don't know. If, yeah. The Midwest is wild. Um, in Minneapolis, I'm usually not too concerned here being like we're in the city where I'm at, but, um, still it's, I'm like a tree could fall in my house. Absolutely. Where's the safest spot I should be in my, um, I guess in my bathtub, you know, like I think, where would I go if the things started to get a little bit shaky and wild here? Um, hmm. definitely my basement. Grateful to have a basement. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, uh, and I'm sadly one of those people that is regularly calculating when I'm walking, even still with friends, like who's around, what's around. Um, mm. I think part ADHD, but also, you know, I, as we, maybe regular listeners have learned, I got punched in the face randomly while riding a ripstick once, you know, like what? <laughs> the world's what? crazy. You never know when Wait someone's just going to jab you for no reason. <laughs> what's a dipstick? And what yeah. do you mean? <laughs> So it's a ripstick, which is not really a relevant thing anymore. Maybe it's still cool amongst uh, ages 10 to 15. Like, no, I was going to say 15, but it's really like 12. Uh, they're those wiggle boards, like the skateboards with a bar in between them. Yeah. You just, I I had one of those as a college student and was okay. riding one at like, you know, 1 a.m. or something like that, like super late along the East River. Uh and someone randomly punched me for the fact that they were just drunk and wanted to hit somebody. Uh, so like I'm what I'm a person on tilt all the time, ready just in case. Uh, you know, you never know. Whoa, man, that's legit. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. Hell, even some guy got really aggro with me. Uh, you know, when you ever go to um, you accidentally think there's a stop sign, but there's not a stop sign. What is there instead? Nothing. You just think that oh. there should be a stop sign there, so you stopped. You know, and then you're yes. like, oh, never mind, there's no stop sign. And like you continue moving. Sometimes there's intersections where it's like there's stop signs on two sides, but not on one side, and people are like, oh, uh, am I supposed to stop here? Like, that happens. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sure. happened to me, but someone got really, really mad. So this truck drove around me. This was like two days ago, yesterday? I can't remember. Uh, and then swung in front of me uh, and then stopped, got out of their car and started coming uh, towards me. So I got really good oh. at, I've learned that I've gotten really good at reversing backwards fast. Uh, yay backup cameras. I just literally was like, 
gunned it in reverse. I was like 30 feet back. They walked back into their car and I was like, all right, that situation's over. Um, what? People, it's holiday season. I'm going to credit to that. I try to empathize with, uh, with people who are aggressive and upset and having road rage problems. But Yikes. Yeah, people, I do. people are tense. Yeah, the driving thing in Philadelphia is a horror show. It's so much unbelievable non-processed trauma, I think. Ugh. And I don't think anyone should have the right to drive. Now that is a statement we should explore right after this commercial break. Oh, hello. Who am I, you ask? Well, that's on a need-to-know basis, and I guess you need to know. I'm Donnell from the WatchNet Podcast, a little podcast where me and my co-host Robert dive into different TV shows and movies to give our viewpoints and reviews. TV shows like The Boys to the 1999 hit movie The 13th Floor. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, come join us at WatchNetPod.com or on any podcast provider. Hey everyone, it's the other host here with some great news. We have ourselves our first Captain's Log Patreon tier member. Thank you so much, Crimson, for joining us. Uh, For those of you who do not know, Rotten Treasure does have a Patreon where you can gain access to uh, voting power in upcoming franchises, early release episodes, extra bonus recap episodes, and that's not all. You can also, with the Captain's Log tier, uh, you can promote a business, an organization, uh, something you're proud of yourself. You can just promote pretty much anything within reason, maybe not a cult. We'll, st- we'll start with not, yeah, no, no cults, please. Uh, but Crimson would like to give a special shout out this week to Huge Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. There is a wonderful improv theater where you can go to see shows every single night of the week except for Tuesdays. Folks, you can get in to a show at 8 o'clock, get your laugh on, get home by 9.30, and go to bed like a responsible adult. Crimson and I did it. We had a blast. We think it was great. If you don't think so, don't come crying back to us. You're wrong. Let's get back to the show. Thanks, Crimson. I don't think anyone should have the right to drive. I don't. I think we should remove too many rights for everybody to begin with. <laughs> Everyone's rights to drive need to go. And uh-huh. the only driving is yeah. going to be self-driving cars. Like, yep. that's going to be a thing. And then walking and other kinds of, like, public transportation. Yeah. I think in cities, maybe specifically, you shouldn't be allowed to have, you shouldn't be allowed to drive. Shouldn't be allowed to go in a 50 mile tin can. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. I yeah. think about it all the time while I'm in it. I'm like, I'm going so fast right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, in, just, it's just wild. It um, is. You know, there's this whole, there's this incredible podcast I listen to about how the culture of, and the kind of really um, ridiculous aggressive increase of kind of aggression and violence in the police in policing in the country was a result of cars and that early in the days of driving Mm -hmm. early on when there were not many cars there were no rules there were no lights there were no stop signs there were no traffic regulations and People were dying all the time. Nobody knew how to drive and Mm -hmm. everyone was aggressively driving. And the first kind of countrywide experience to try to figure out how to help these drivers not be 
murderers behind mm-hmm. the wheel yeah was to use the girl scouts and they would use these little kids and put them in intersections that were crazy and busy with signs and waved to get them to slow down and would say like slow down and drive safe and try to just calm everyone down and it didn't work more girl scouts died and yeah. i swear to god <laughs> and the result was like you know, this is in a time where cops were the most respected in the neighborhood uh-huh. and they were fighting crime, literally. Yeah. Like, think about Gotham, you know, like they were yeah. like really respected and they were detectives and it was like noir and whatever. So they're like, let's get these cops to help with the traffic because people respect them. And guess what happened? Really quickly, everyone fucking started hating them. because the, And the cops were like, dude, we used to have be respected in society. And now everyone fucking hates us. They hate to see us coming. They don't fucking, they hide from us. They, we have to give them tickets. And over the course of 80 years in America with driving, the people versus the police became what we experienced today, obviously. Not great. Worse. But anyway, yeah. driving is terrible. Nobody should be allowed to drive. And also like, if you could, dr- like there are times when my hands are cold in my car and I fucking put my goddamn ho- hands in my pocket and drive long distances with my knees. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're doing it wrong. That's not yeah. good. You're switching in between podcasts because you know there's an episode that you really missed amongst the 100 episodes. Yeah, we all right. – it's not great. You know, you know, we try. I try not to be a distracted driver, but it is Wait, nuts. Could you imagine if you, if you looked into an – air in a like a – cockpit of an airplane and the fucking pilots up there with his knee like you shouldn't be allowed to operate a deadly vehicle yeah with your knee just like what do you think jim yeah are you are you a pro like uh road (laughs) killer (laughs) your face face is like what do you mean you guys use your hands that's crazy i regularly eat uh, i regularly eat hamburgers while i drive and uh drive with my elbows so it I, i yeah but uh also, Throw, like, throws I, the rappers out the window. He's a terrible person. <laughs> oh, real, just trash human being. Um, but there is a thing about pilots where I feel like I don't want to go into a cockpit, uh, purely because I know that autopilot is like ninety percent of what they're doing is just making sure that the autopilot is still working and they're there in case something goes wrong. Uh, so something tells me they are just up there, uh, <laughs> with their hands in their pockets, with their knees, uh in the plane because they don't really do it for most of the uh the drive mm. well i guess i guess what i i guess my point maybe less it just feels like driving a car shouldn't be as easy to do incorrectly or something you know yeah. like it's easy to get in your car fucked up Mm-hmm. on drugs and alcohol and go yep. kill my neighbor's kids like you oh, yeah. can do that it's too easy to get in i guess that's what i mean it's that's why we should oh, have yeah. the right to drive i was a lift driver for two years in the philadelphia area when i was living oh, there sure. right before i came back when it's over the summer uh this past summer uh nathaniel nate may as you all may uh who listening know him as twice uh guest on the podcast uh mm-hmm. Him and I were just up late night, just happened to be, uh, you know, coming back uh, uh, home and right across the street, some guy just cruised into four different cars, just bump, 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 uh, yeah. uh, just took them all out in different little ways, stopped, 
got out. You could did that kind of like, oh, let me investigate with both like super like arms on his hips, just like you know, clearly stumbling. Like, what could be here? <laughs> like, yeah, lots of damage, my These friend. These cars must have yeah. been like this when I got here. Yes. All right. <laughs> you know, we went over there. I instantly started recording and being like, hey, man, like. Uh, you gotta, he's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna leave a note. I'm just gonna go, let me just go into my car. I'm gonna get a pen and paper. I'll, I'll leave notes. Of course, he just guns it. Coincidentally, my least favorite people to interact with, the police are, happen to be a block right there. And I'm like, hey, there's a drunk person. That's literally the car. And I pointed at the car as it would continue to drive. Because yeah. they were like, did you, uh, and they were like, they completely like shut me down. They're like, did you call? And I'm like, no, why? Because then they, they, I forget what it was, but it was about somebody else. It was another instance that they somebody were there for. Yeah, yeah, and they were just like, and I, I was like, okay, cool. But also that person is really drunk and just hit all these four cars. Yeah. You should also call about them. And he's just yeah, 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 me off. And I was just like, okay. He's got yeah. a direct line to the radio. He could just come up and be yeah, like, hey, there's just, a truck driver. Here's just, the here's the license, and he's over here. Uh, Go get him, yeah. champs. But I mean, like, yeah. I also feel like they've in Philly at least. Jim, you're still in Philly. Kai, you're not, right? <laughs> no, I'm in so, Minneapolis. Right, as noted. Um, there's stuff that they've changed because of some of the um, policy and protesting and stuff that they've changed in the city. And you start to hear about, like, oh, the cops now can't pull you over for no reason. Like, they can't pull you over because you have a tail laid out. They can only pull you over for a driving offense in mm-hmm. your car. And the fact that that is even, I'm like, wait a second, we were giving cops the power to pull you over for any reason, mm-hmm. no, regardless. Oh, they just, like, oh, yeah, no, they were like, you. they were like, hey, what if we just allowed the cops to just bother people? And we were like, yeah, great idea. Yeah. <laughs> From my understanding, yeah. it's even what? worse than that, where you can get a ticket for speeding and you could have been going the right speed, mm-hmm. but in court. A cop is allowed to say, nah, he was speeding. And then they're allowed to, that's admissible. They're allowed to go, well, you said you were speeding. So, uh, you know, yeah. we're going to believe the cop. And you, can, you can't you can go, well, I want to see the uh, the laser that tells you how fast I was going. They go, nah, cop can tell how fast you're going. Yeah, yeah. My, my State Farm Drive Safe app will tell you that I was not speeding. <laughs> you know, I, The other I, thing I, is, is I fucking wish cops would pull cars over in Philly for speeding. That would be great. If we had some fucking cops pulling over the speeding folks, I'm in, man. Give these fucking speeding tickets. Awesome. Yeah. I, I know they, I'm very privileged to do this, but I do occasionally pull over alongside cops and be like, hey, just so you know, it's 40 miles an hour here. And like, keep driving, which is just yeah. like, I, you know, I'm privileged to be able to be that much of a dick and keep driving, you know, and then just drive off. Um, sure, sure. But like, it does feel good. Just with the tell them when they're li- like, hey, it's dark. Your lights are supposed to be on. Like stupid shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. I get to be pissed us the other night and as he's walking away I was like hey all cops are bad (laughs) (laughs) you have a good night all right bye just remember that when you're trying to sleep last like tonight when you're closing your eyes just remember yeah listen I let him fucking give us a jump I let him fucking help us out yeah what am I gonna turn away I'm cold here on the side of the road thank you and also don't forget it uh, I I recently had to also talk to another cop because uh, it seemed like we broke into a, a place. I went to go clean someone's house and they forgot to shut off their security system because they forgot cleaners were coming. And when the cops showed up, oh. we were in my car, no cleaning equipment out. And they just went, hello. And I was just like, hey, uh, sorry, we're cleaners. We uh, we actually set the alarm off. And they went, OK, and then drove away. Yeah. 
That's pretty. Uh, I know. I've gone into gas stations and been like, "Does anyone have change for a one hundred dollar bill?" <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's looking. No. Like, All right. I'll go to the bank. I skip out. <laughs> uh, we are. You said we're. I wanted to check in with if there were anything about this actual horrible movie. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yes, buddy, uh, you raised yes, your hand, you raised your hand <laughs> Betty. <laughs> it was an accident. Oh, okay. I, like, uh, I thought I was harding something. No, I love it. There's a there's a hit. Raise your hand button. Uh, you don't have yeah. to raise your hand. Oh, shit. But if you do want to be the first to uh, give a final note, if there is even anything you want to say about this movie that you do remember, uh, this is. The I top. have a note. I have a final note. Hit me with it. Okay. 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 Uh, that was a B. Oh, that's good. Thank Jim, you. can you get a can you get a B? Can I can I ask? Was that actually a B? Um, no. <laughs> like someone that has a B in my head. I was just really hoping that you had per- perfect pitch and that I could be like, oh, interesting. Yo, you think if I had perfect pitch, I'd be hanging out on a podcast with you guys Wednesday night at six o'clock Eastern? Come on. I'd yeah. be hanging out in perfect pitch camp with all well, my friends. If they, do make, if they do make pitch perfect four, though, we do have to review that. So we might hit you up if that's, if that's really your yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. It's not. And okay. I appreciate you guys knowing making things up is much more fun than telling the truth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Except when you want to tell the truth, in which case that is the thing you should do. Oh, yeah. No, I've been lying to my partner for like six years about who I am, my actual identity. Oh. Yeah, no, it's so much fun. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Kai Bobby. I just want to make sure you're, you're lying right now. Right? I, <laughs> I want to double check. I, I just I'm not getting these jokes right now. <laughs> uh, uh, <cold>. <laughs> <laughs> what does the cold emoji mean so my um, final word on this my final yeah. note on this movie is grow up <laughs> <laughs> to freddy to the to the children to the director to the, to the franchise okay yeah it's enough okay, okay. <laughs> grow up you don't die in your sleep like that well, Come you on. die in your sleep, but you don't die in dreams. Yeah. You'd be lucky. You'd be lucky if you died in your sleep, okay? You're probably going to get hit by a train, and it's going to happen 10 minutes after the initial impact because the train's going to drag you for 10 minutes. That's what you should be fucking scared of. Yeah. No, that's real. Uh, there was one thing I will say was actually semi-creepy, and it's that kid who played Jacob. Uh, I've seen that other kid in another movie, and I don't remember uh, what it was. Um, sure. But that kid did great at being... Um, he, at killing uh, Freddy Krueger with what? Did he like? Did he throw up on him? Is that what it was? He. Th- oh God, I don't remember. I, he like I, he like yawned and threw up like a a thing that went and like killed him. I don't even remember. I was so it just like out at that point. It looked like you know those finger traps. It looks like there was one between the little Jacob's mouth and Freddy Krueger. You know, you know what? Anybody who uh, is currently listening to this episode who hasn't seen the fifth installment of this franchise, don't watch it anyway. So you literally don't need to know what the fuck I'm referencing. Just don't watch it. <laughs> it's such a bad fucking movie that it does not even matter. Uh, yeah. Jim, do you have a final note on this horrible trash can of a movie? Oh, geez. Oh, that kid was on. Uh, he was on Full House as Duckface. That's what I remember him from. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. Weird that that's the pull. I couldn't remember what it was. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um. 
I could read some things that uh, my girlfriend said to me during the movie. Those are yeah. excellent things to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she said, John Turtle. Hmm. Can we get a turtle? There was a guy who was named John Turtle. Okay. Okay. In the credits. <laughs> well, you can't uh, leave us hanging. Are you going to get a turtle or you're not going to get a turtle? <laughs> no, she asked me a question. Every day she asked me if we can get some kind of pet. And I, and I used to say, oh, yeah, sure. To yes and her. And then over time, she'll like bring it up more. So I've had to start to tell her, no, we can't get a snake. It's a lot of reptiles she wants. Well, actually, uh, turtles, amphibian. But uh, she wants those kind of animals. And she keeps asking me. Yeah, they're fun. I've had amphibians for pets. They can be fun. You know, you just got to do more of like a, a telekinetic relationship. You know, it's not so much about you're not petting them as you can pet an amphibian. They don't. Yeah, they don't seem to really give a shit, <laughs> but you can, you know. Yeah, she kept asking about turtles because of uh, and Rocky. He has two turtles and she's like, mm. we could have Cuff and Link. It'd be it'd be the best thing ever for you because you love Rocky. And that's I said, look, Rocky's great. That's for sure. That's <laughs> That's her version of uh, <laughs> of making me happy. <laughs> I love my girlfriend. Uh, don't tell her I said that. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's probably not listening to this podcast, so we're good, right? At this point, I think it's been it's been over a year. I think it's fair if okay if our partners if either one of our partners are listening to this podcast episode right now. Yeah. Stop. Stop. You're you're free. Just stop. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna stop asking you. Are you listening to my podcast? Did you hear about this on my podcast? No. I yeah. I I release I release you, Jack. Do your own. <laughs> listen to the other podcasts. Please don't listen to this anymore. <laughs> One time I was cooking. I was cooking dinner for us, and our podcast came on after like the one I was listening to had finished, and then she came in and was like. You listen to yourself right now? Mm, getting a little, getting a little arrogant, aren't you? And they just laughed, and I was like, "No, but shouldn't you listen?" She's like, "Nah, I don't listen to that crap. <laughs> Not even the episode she was on. She listened." I have listened back just to. I mean, I I literally edit them, but I don't listen to them while editing them. You know what I mean? It's not the same. So like, I will listen to myself weeks later. It's weird listening to our own podcast five weeks later. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot that we said all these things five weeks ago. <laughs> Hold on, sorry, I gotta let my dog out. No, you're good. Uh, my, my Jack made fun of me because I giggled at the same time while a part of my podcast was on where I giggled in the episode. Like it was like a in sync type of Kai giggle. <laughs> it was like a <laughs> that I've was perfect. I've laughed at my own jokes. Because because it's a it's a joke that I made, so it it means I thought it was funny, and then I completely forgot about it, so it was a whole new joke for me, and uh, I laugh at <laughs> I laugh at myself. Um, so speaking of uh, laughing, uh, that's a pretty good transition because I don't I don't have another note. I don't even want to talk about this. I don't think I talked about this movie more than fifteen seconds. Maybe wrong. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know if I paid attention for more than fifteen seconds. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I don't want. I don't have anything else to say about it other than now that I know I've seen the worst one of these. I have five more of these or four more of these, and I know that none of them are going to be as bad as this, right? Yeah. You got four more left. Uh. Yeah. This is probably this is probably the worst one. Great. All right. Well, I'm very fortunate. Uh. So Betty, thank you so much for having to do this horrible, horrible movie for us. Thank you for not talking Thanks about it and joining us in the endeavor of not doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you um, have things in the world you would like to tell other human beings listening to this about? 
go to bettysmithsonian.com to okay. see the latest shows and stuff and get boosted, yo. Yeah, tight. Uh, that information will be in the description of the episode as well as also in the link you clicked to get to this episode. So go backwards uh, and get that. So uh, heck yeah. Yes. Go see your comedy. Uh, I love it because the algorithm has just been showing me you. Uh, yeah, you're you're on my Instagram regular. Like you're 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 I don't know if you literally just I don't go on Instagram enough or maybe uh, you just just posted a bunch of your comedy. But just like it was just like, hey. Just go ahead and watch a lot of Betty uh, talking about being queer and and and, and family. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Sunday had a really good show, so I've been cutting it, cutting it up. Hell yeah, no, uh, yeah. it's great. So definitely, uh, human beings that are listening to this, do the thing I said. Go to the link. Um, yeah, we're gonna be back uh, next week. We're gonna continue uh, with actually um, a friend of uh, Betty's uh, as well, Ralph uh, Andrake. Ralph. Yeah, Ralph's gonna be wedding. coming back. Uh, we're going to be having returning guest Ralph Andracchio. Uh You remember Ralph from the Tremors Aftershocks episode. Definitely give that a listen. Uh, but we will be uh, joined by his co-host of the Hey, Let Me Ask You Something podcast, Kristen Wood. So do come back to that. Uh, yeah. Aside from that, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing, oh, what's it called, Jim? What's the, what's the, Freddy's Dead? Freddy's Dead uh, Nightmare 6? I don't know. Uh, oh, the final nightmare. As if this was as That's if this it. is the one they were like, we're definitely done. We're not making any more. This is the last. Mm-hmm. It was that that trope that they had in the in the 80s of this is the last movie we're going to make. And then they made 10 more, which they did with uh, uh, Friday the 13th, where the final Friday was the fourth one. And then they proceeded to make uh, nine more of them. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, great. Well, I get to continue doing this journey, and uh, it's something. It's happening to me. It's better than when I watched all those goddamn Lord of the Rings movies. So <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Uh, thank you both. I love hanging out with both of you. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Rotten Treasure. And on Instagram at Rotten underscore Treasure. And on Twitter at Rotten Treasure. And go to Patreon.com slash Rotten Treasure for bonus episodes, early episode release, and a vote for the next series. And be sure to give us a five-star rating and review us on any of your available podcast apps. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect.